Hello and welcome to, due to the fact that we're recording this a bit late, last month in motorsport. <laughs> I'm Sean <laughs> I'm Sean Smith and he's Sam Green. Yes, I am. Hello, Sean. Hello. Uh, this is this month in motorsports, February edition, uh, being recorded on at not half past nine on the 3rd of March. So you can tell yeah. how prepared we are today. Yeah. Um, Sam, February happened. 28 yes, days, days long. It certainly did happen. Only 28 days this year. Um but uh, but yeah, I think it was the start of the new season, shall we say, for a lot of series. Yes, which meant two things. One, things were a bit quiet and a bit like uh, what's the word? Periphery, peripheral. That's the word. Yeah. Um, but there were also some big things, which we we luckily we have something to talk about. Ah, oh, nice yeah. lag timer. Oh, it's in the other room. One second. Talk about yourselves. <laughs> I mean, you say talk amongst yourselves, but I'm the only one here, so that's an interesting way of phrasing it. But I'm going to fill this gap as best I can. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, the start of things to come. There's been a lot of news and testing, and uh, there has been some racing, which we will chat about in a minute. And we're going to try and seamlessly merge between different areas of, uh, of motorsport. I look forward to hearing whatever you just said. <laughs> I it genuinely didn't even insult you. Good. Well, that makes a nice change. Um, this, this, this in relation to was it your colleague you said who, who who listened to this back and couldn't hear the edits? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we were very pleased with that because we don't edit it. Yes. So that's, that's why you can't hear the edits. So we're so profess so slick that we don't edit. Yeah, we don't even need it. Nope. We do not. Right. Uh, I don't know what Sam just said, but anyway, I've got my egg timer. It's going to be set to 10 minutes. We're going to talk about subject. What's the first subject, Sam? Should we start with yours, with the Le Mans entry list? Yes, we should. It's 10 minutes on the clock, starting now. So, February, second month of the year. Le Mans has had lots and lots and lots of news, all put together to make a nice, chunky one. Let's start with the defending champions, Toyota, releasing the updated for 2023 version of the TS. Sorry, damn it. GR, <laughs> GR zero ten. Um, I've only been it's only been out for like three or four years. I'm still calling it a TS, which is what their historic old cars were called. Um, yeah, and it's, you can tell that's why we don't edit because Sean's just got that wrong. And if yep. we, had, we did edit, we'd edit that bit out, but yes. we didn't. No. So anyway, uh, yes, Sam, can you tell the difference in the, in the new car at all? Um, not really. There's a few little bits and pieces around the front end of um, the sort of the grills around the front. Um, the slightly lower drag, I guess. I think some of the openings are slightly blanked off, um, which must mean obviously they're developing the car a bit more. They understand the cooling and how much cooling they actually need. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if when we go to places uh, later in the season like Bahrain, if those openings become bigger again, um, just because of the natural more uh, increased heat. Yeah. But other than that, I can't really tell any difference, to be no, honest. It's generally speaking still white, red, and black, which has uh, yep. been their thing since 2015, I think. They still brought yeah. that in. Was it 16? Around that sort of time. It's been a long time Whenever since they, since they, uh, the blue. they changed like the blue. The blue livery. So did I. Um, but uh, no, it's, they definitely had a bit more success with this colour scheme. Um, Torres, of course, defending champions. They've sort of been the only competitor so far in in hypercar um i suppose the question is very quickly to ask sam how do you think toyota will do this year um 
I think they're realistically they're still the favourites. So I'd like to think Peugeot will be closer this year with a bit more. Um, how do I phrase it? The yeah, I, I guess just more experience yeah. now. Um, last year was very much testing the water and the car in a race situation, whereas I'd like to think this year they'll be a bit more prepared. Yeah, they're and not... a bit more ready to take it to Toyota. The nine, the nine X eight a we've we've both said before is a rather radical concept um especially yeah. compared to the more traditional gr10 um i think i agree with you toyota have obviously got a lot more race readiness about them um and it is a solid car it's it, you don't yeah. you don't revolutionize a winning formula generally speaking no exactly um and i mean ferrari coming in this year as well with a 499p um, is going to be interesting, but I think they, to start with, will be more or less the same sort of situation as Peugeot were in last year, where they're yeah. just finding their feet. I would be I amazed probably... if they, if if if, uh, well, even including the DPIs, which we'll get to later. Um, I f- I think I'd be amazed if the Ferraris, Porsches, um, and the rest of the newcomers all finish without a hitch in the in the the Sebring One Thousand. Yeah, I mean, I I think. Certainly, um, the the LMDHs, the DPIs, as they were known before, they're a little bit more basic, and they have had a race already. But as we saw, and we'll come on to in a, in a bit with uh, with Daytona, it was far from easy for them. There was a lot of problems with the drivetrains and things like that. Mm. Um, so it's not cut and dry. That they're no. a simpler car and therefore going to be better on a longer race. Yeah. Um, I so suppose, I suppose you say the American teams will have data on Sebring, which means they should be they should have robustness built into the car from the outset. Yeah, and let's face it as well. Although these teams are sort of most of them are primarily racing in the World Endurance Championship, they'll still have that data from the IMSA teams. Hmm. Um, because they're the same car, they're the same manufacturer, and therefore it will be shared. Yes. Um, you can imagine to a point that maybe Porsche Penske won't necessarily be sharing data with Hertz Jota, who are running another independent Porsche 963. Um, but equally, they'd be silly not to, really, because they want the manufacturer to do well. Hmm. So On to that- a point... They will be, I think. Yeah. On that note, shall we talk about the entry list that came out this this uh, last week? Yes, it's huge. It's, it's great. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It's what we've been wanting. Well, it's the biggest top class entry list since Nissan were. So that was two thousand fifteen or fourteen. Well, well, it's bigger than that as well, isn't it? It's way bigger uh, it, than it, that. It is. That's what. That's, yeah. It's um. It's finally top well, class. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. We had what three Porsches. Yeah. Three Audis. Yeah. Was it two two Toyotas or it's was all, it three? It's always been two Toyotas. Okay, so two Toyotas and two Nissans. And a bike so, And a bike as well, yes. Not forgetting that. And uh, were Rebellion still there? Yes. Yeah, so that's that's what? Nine, ten, ten cars? I'm on 2015. Scrolly scroll. Yes, it's a lot. Um, whereas we have 16 cars entered into the hypercar category for Le Mans this year Um, so that is great that's a proper sized grid that is what we want yeah it's finally bearing the fruits of the uh, the joint partnership which uh, I think 
we're still yet to see a WC car go to the States, but I'm sure that better be sorted out sooner rather than later. You'd like to hope. Um, however, let's go through them. So we, we, we've always spoken about Toyota already. Uh, the new Vicoles, which they call a, va a van wall. Well, we're not going to gloss that. Just, I'm just going to call them Vicoles. Um, I, I'm, everyone knows how, how I'm a bit biased about to that team. But uh, it's good to see them on the race and on the list. It's, uh, yeah, certainly good to see them on the list. We were very, very pleased. Not only for Sean, but just generally for the sport when we saw that. But mostly for um, Sean. When they finally got announced. Yeah, mostly for you, Sean. Just, just, just um, because I'd be unbearable if they didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but should we start? Should we go numerical order just yes. to make things a bit easier for us? So yes. we have um, Cadillac with the, the number two and the number three. Um, now, they also have the number 311 for Le Mans, but that is a Le Mans only entry. Yep. Um, the then caddy, we have the, the caddy. We'll also say at, at Daytona, it did it do all right? Did it all right? I think it was probably of the three. We'll get to that in the next section. <laughs> yeah, I think it did okay. Then we'll come yep. on to that in a bit. But yeah, yep. I think it did pretty good. Number four, number four, bike four the, the bike Number five and number six is Penske Porsche or Porsche Penske. Uh, whichever way around, with the Porsche nine six threes. Yeah, and those are the factory teams essentially so they're porsche drivers yep. which is being run by penske uh then we have in the seven and the eight toyota with the gr010 or gr010 or whatever you want to call it yep. um let's see eight is jota which is good to see them i like jota as a team yep um in porsche 963 yeah which is always good customer cars is how you make a, a category profitable so that's good um then we have the totally not works ferrari team AF Corsa. <laughs> yeah, running the only two Ferraris. <laughs> um, 4.9 MP, gorgeous car, can't wait to see on track. Absolutely stunning. Will sound incredible as well. Uh, the number 50 and the 51 there. Yep. Then we have the 75, which is another Porsche Penske, I think just for Le Mans, that one. Yes. Um, then we have in the 93 and the 94, the Peugeots, the 9X8s. Um, then the 311 which we spoke about is a Le Mans only entry Cadillac and the two Glickenhaus 708 and 709, which yes. I think the 709 is a Le Mans only entry. It is. Uh, as, far, as far as I'm aware, yes. But uh, Glickenhaus, credit to them just for turning up because yeah. they are a small team. I, I don't think they're as small as by Collins, but regardless, they do a good effort. And we're glad they're to still, have them. Still, yeah. Still um, little. So 16 cars in hypercar. Yeah. For Le Mans, which is great. Absolutely great. And just because we've got the last couple of seconds on this one, let's uh, talk about Isotta, who have shown more of their new car. Yeah, unveiled some photos of it. Um does look very LMP2, in it, my opinion. It, or... Yes, it looks very much like the old Ligier JS17, yeah. I think it was called. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It does look, it's a nice looking car. It's lovely. Um, but uh, we will await more details on that, I think, yes. just to... Uh, and fingers crossed, be... they'll be at Monza. Fingers crossed, yes. There's right. another Italian hypercar. Yes. Run by Vector Sport, so nice bit of backing behind them as well. Right. For those who are new, we now move on to the next topic. We ran about 10 seconds too long there, which for us is not too bad. But, not bad. Uh, anyway, topic number two, Sam. So, the... 24 hours of Daytona so dun, we're talking dun, sticking with sports dun. cars start the clock now we we watched this live we did 
You're all around my group as well. Yes. All four of us, which is miraculous. It's the first time that's happened in years. And probably the last time it happened in years. (laughs) Yes. Unfortunately, we have now... Kree has departed. He is safely in Japan. Yeah, he's not dead. He's not Uh, dead. No. No. He is still with us, but uh, further away. Only only Um, in spirit. (laughs) Through the internet. Yes. Um... So hopefully it'll still pop a great up. Idea. We can just make an AI Cree. We probably could, yeah. And then like Cree I. Cree I, yes. Stand up in the comments if you want us to do that. We won't yeah. do it, but we'll but we'll think about it. We'll try, <laughs> yeah. We'll pump all of our money into that. Um, <laughs> Speak for yourself. Anyway. <laughs> right, let's talk about Daytona. So Yes. It was a good race. So this was the the it was a good race and it was the first outing. Uh, for the LMDH cars, which we were just discussing. Um, so we had the Porsche 963s being run by Penske. We also had the Cadillacs, which we've spoken about. Uh, we then also had two IMSA-only entries for this year, uh, which is the Acura ARX06, um, yep. which is a Honda to all into everyone else in the world. Um, and we had the BMW as well. Yes. The the with Team a, RLL, a very left very big Manigan. mouth, huge mouth on that. Looks like some sort of basking shark, um, <laughs> well, a BMW basking shark. Maybe, maybe uh, everyone knows when you have you have a wide mouth that does also cause aero problems. And they were a bit slow, Sam. They weren't great. They, I mean, to to give them some credit, <laughs> they were the least tested team by quite a long way. Well, they should have tried harder. They definitely should have tried harder. They should have just started developing the car earlier, and then they wouldn't have had that problem. Exactly. Um, They've known about this for years. Yeah. Why are you you dragging your feet, BMW? Get on with it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But but no, I thought it was quite... It was a good race. uh, As endurance races go, um, it was relatively close for a lot of the race, actually. Um, And we did have... What was it? Four... Yeah. The top four on the same lap at the end, which is always nice after it's, a twenty-four it, hour. It's a bit Amer- it is, I've said before, it's a bit American though, having that happen. However, there were actually some long stints of green, which was nice. I think it was one of the longest they've had in the last like ten years or something. We have yeah. actually had no yellows, but then when the yellows did come, they came thick and fast, um, and we had quite a lot of yellows breeding yellows, for example. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it wasn't the end of the world, but it wasn't by any stretch uh, like helping the race. Let's face it. So no, yeah. Let's talk about DPIs. So B and Ws, yeah, they're a bit slow. They've got some work to do, but the car's still solid. Remember in qualifying, Sam, there were I think the it was whole, close. The whole DPI field was within a second, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So I mean, um, let's see. So yes, they yeah, were. eight tenths. Eight. Eighth place was, yeah, eight tenths off the lead, which over obviously one lap is sizable, but not that bad. Um, but it was very, very close, top four. There's only two tenths in it there um, over an entire lap, which is pretty impressive. Um, it was Meyer Shank, the number 60 Meyer Shank. Um, Sorry, by, yes, um, driven by Tom Blonkvist, who got pole uh, with a 134 flat, which is pretty good, faster than the DPIs managed last year. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so after that, who was pole in P2? 
It was Matheson Motorsports with Ben Keating driving, who I think is British as well, isn't he, Ben Keating? Uh, um, he is no, not, he's American. He's American. He just, he just um, LMP3, sounds English. LMP3 was Sean Creech Motorsport. <laughs> Our favourite team. Yeah, with Nico Pino, um, who is from Chile. Cool. Uh, GTD actually outqualified GTD Pro. Now that's now this is the, this is a fun story for the race. Is that the the, uh, the GTD and GT Pro? What's the point? <laughs> yeah, it, is, it was the, a bit weird, wasn't it? But it's just I mean, the, just have a GT feel because look at the qualifying split and then look at who, how the actual race result happened. Yeah, there's, I think there's nothing in it. <laughs> So the reason they have GTD Pro and GTD is because of um, the driver ratings, isn't it? I think yeah. in the GTD field, it has to be one amateur or two amateur. I can't remember. Uh, it must be, must be one because... It's definitely it, a pro-am, put it that way. Yeah, it must be one because the GTD winner, who was also the GT winner, um, has Darren Turner and Marco Sorensen in it. Okay, so I've been against four drivers, isn't it? So not today. Yeah, yeah, they're all four teams, four driver teams. These ones. So, um, yeah, I I mean, it's uh, an interesting, interesting one to say the least. But GCD Pro, um, not really much in it, to be totally honest. Yeah. Um, It was actually in some ways the GT one was actually better than. The, the prototype one for a long time and it was really really close in lmp2 when you got to the end of the race oh that was incredible it was a, a last Absolutely lap done, dive for the line um last corner not well, even yeah. last lap it was coming off of turn oval turn four wasn't it so yeah, it, was, it was it was a drag race to the line if we're in proper literal terms yeah, it was absolutely a drag race it was great it was so so tense and mm. and it was fantastic to watch and i think yeah, it was, in some ways the LMP2 and the GT field, the racing was a lot closer and actually at many times a lot better um, than than the, the GTPs, which is the I LMDH, thought, I, I, I which thought, is thought, DPIs. Yeah, to have all their names together. Yeah, um, I thought the uh, the GTPs actually put on a good show for what was a relatively small grid. Yeah, but I mean, they showed cars. Yeah. They were quite close. I mean, top four was 11.1 seconds apart after 24 hours. So that is quite close. Yeah. Really, let's face it. it showed um, a nice difference as well because the, the Hob Acura um, was, it was, it looked more on edge in how it was being driven, but it was naturally faster. Yes. Um, yeah. The Caddy looked like it sort of lumbered its way up to speed, but it was consistent. Very different types of engine as well, really. Oh, they? 100%. Um, yeah. Because we had uh, with the GCPs, uh, in fact, where's Porsche? Porsche had a, a, a late retirement. Oh, they were way down. Yeah, they, they had problems, didn't they? Towards the end. Yeah, um, but um, yes, yeah, so the the Acura Honda thing has a two point four liter V six turbo, whereas the Cadillac uses a five point five liter V eight. Um, yeah proper big old like nascar style engine and you could really hear that yeah as it was driving round. i'm sure um, it's technically still january but it doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> um, close it's close enough we didn't we didn't talk about it so it's fine um yeah and then lastly as you said the porsche is sort of between the two it's uh it, it is a good mix yeah 
It certainly um, is. And, and, and the BMW came kind of between that as well. It got better, <laughs> I think, as the race went on, the BMW. Well, it became more um, reliable. Definitely. It spent long, long time in the garage at the beginning, didn't it? Um, hmm. Just trying to get it running again. I think Porsche and BMW and maybe even one of the Acuras had hybrid issues, I think, didn't they? Yes, which but I think again, will it's be probably just teething problems. I think I it's just teething problems. Well, it might be, but then we'll see what happens in Sebring. Oh, true, absolutely. Um, where they which, which is which is why bicolors are going. Um, oh, next, you never know what you, what to expect. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You, you don't really, and I mean, you, they could easily. I think. It, well, if. I mean, we'll see, won't we? But, Nothing's easy. <laughs> no, um, but you could see Bicolas doing pretty well this year if some of these bigger hybrid teams have mechanical problems, which is not out of the realms of possibility, as we've seen. No. Um, let's talk about the other thing that happened at Daytona. The 500? Yes. Yes. Now, this was a good race. I watched this, um, and it was, again, actually, they had a huge amount of green flag running so virtually the entire first stage because they have this stupid stage thing in um in nascar now is, it, is this for um, competition purposes as they call it to keep things close essentially it's yes so stupid. It's very very artificial um and it essentially gives everybody a free pit stop after about 65 laps so you get roughly um roughly a third through the race and then everybody comes to the pit lane and it mixes the order up a bit, but not that much because everyone pits at the same time. Hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, after stage one, it was Brad Keselowski uh, who won the stage. He was leading overall. Ryan Priest was second. Um, in fact, it was top five were all Fords. Uh, Toyota was sixth with Ty Gibbs and then Jimmy Johnson was seventh in a Chevrolet. Um, Ignore that. Um, yeah, I mean, Jimmy Johnson knows how to drive an oval again. He certainly does. Makes you wonder um, <laughs> about his IndyCar choices. Yeah. We'll say it every um, stage year. Two, stage two completely flipped on his head, and it was Chevrolet top two. So that was Ross Chastain, um, who um, got that one. And I think he also, um, I know he didn't get on the pole. It was Alex Bowman who was on the pole. Uh, with Carl Larson again, it was top three Chevrolet in qualifying, but uh, but yeah, we got to the race and things were slightly different as we'll get to. But uh, yeah, Ross Chastain won at stage two with Alex Bowman, Joey Logano was the top Ford in the Penske number 22. What's up um, to Toyota? Toyota didn't do brilliantly, really. I mean, they all the last few years, the super speedways have been very much dominated by Chevrolet, so. Ford, I think, have come back and trying to really push um, just to try and close that gap. Because obviously, the, with the best will in the world, the super speedways are like the big races. Hmm. They're like the Daytona 500, the Coca-Cola 600, um, the Southern 500 at Talladega as well. They're like the big ticket races that you really want to win. Doesn't NASCAR um, have a um, sort of but BOP sort of thing, like you see. No. So it is literally no. bring the best you can. Good luck. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, so when they go to a race like Daytona or Talladega, the big super speedways, they have something called 
um, restrictor plate racing. So essentially, if they let these cars completely off the leash, they'd be doing like 225 mile an hour for the entire lap. Hmm. And it would be a bit bit mad, but it would be really difficult to follow each other or overtake. Right. So what they have is uh, a restrictor plate, which is issued by NASCAR which is kind of a BOP. So they'll vary a little bit to try and keep the field close together. So mm-hmm. newer drivers or slower drivers generally will be given a slightly more power so they can try and push their way forward a bit and keep the pack close, um, which is, again, a bit artificial, but it does work in this situation. Um, and it does mean that you can actually overtake on these super speedways. Otherwise, it would all just be single file. Right racing and as soon as you pull out of line you'd lose the slipstream and just drop to the back i've just, um, I've just been able to look through some of the names of these nascar teams there's one called the money team racing which i think yes just, i think it's just, I think it's just funny <laughs> yeah some of them are quite good uh most uh, of them we're, we're fairly... in america we, we uh we race with money uh let's call ourselves a money yeah. team racing <laughs> you know what it is so the generally the further you down the grid you go yeah sillier the names get like Stuart so Hass. i mean <laughs> i mean Stuart has that's just that's just two people really yes um but like live fast motorsports the money team racing front row motorsports fair, front row maybe fair enough um but uh but yeah there's so there is some silly ones especially when you get like into the xfinity and the truck series which right. are like the, the feeder series sure so um, it, it is rather still um uh, privateer, pro- proper privateers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's quite a few of those smaller teams will only run one driver. Um, so, but they still, because of the way that it works in America, it's uh, very much the entrant and this is their driver sort of thing. Right. So it's Rick Ware Racing and their driver's Cody Ware, for example. Nice. Um, so go on, Sam. But you, as as uh, one race has happened in NASCAR, or maybe two, um, who's going to win NASCAR this year? Ooh. Um, no, I, I mean, I like Joey, Joey Logano. I like, I think he's pretty good. Um, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won the 500, but I don't think he's got enough momentum to really go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ross Chastain actually looks quite good. Alex Bowman with Hendrick. You can never rule out Hendrick, really. Um, in terms of Toyota, Christopher Bell with Joe Gibbs is probably their best bet. Um, but there's a lot of drivers who are very specialist as right. well. So really, like some of these drivers, like Ricky Stenhouse Jr., is very much a super speedway guy. He's really good on those big, big two-and-a-half-mile tracks, whereas... Some of the guys further down, people like Kevin Harvick um, or Denny Hamlin, who's a Toyota driver as well. He, uh, they're very much more all-rounders. Right. Um, there you go. Ty Gibbs is a rookie, so unlikely to win the championship. Comes from short track, so like the dirt ovals and stuff like that, and has come up through that. So the smaller circuits will really suit him. Um, some of them have come. Like some of the, the the foreign drivers, there's not many now, granted, but there is a few that have obviously grown up outside of America, racing on, in inverted commas, as as they would call them in America, road courses, <laughs> will probably be suited better to those, for example. Um, but uh, yeah, 
it's 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 tricky because the, there's so much variation in that's a good answer but uh yeah the reason I've but allowed... my money's on Joey Logano. Good, okay. The reason I've allowed this one to carry on is because uh, if you want to hear more about uh, Formula 1, you can listen to our previous podcast and also my article that, that, that uh, came out the other day. Let's talk about <laughs> uh, let's talk about Formula 1, shall we? That's the last little subject. Yeah. Um, at the time yeah, of recording, one. obviously, uh, we've just had practice for Bahrain, but uh, yep. we're going to do a quick little rundown of um, basically how testing went for people. Um, shall we start with McLaren? Yeah, you can do. McLaren were not very good. No, no, they were not. Um, it's when do you start press the pressing the panic button, at McLaren? Um, I mean, I think maybe next race weekend. So not like Bahrain. If it's still really bad when you go to another circuit, you've got problems. Yeah. Um, I would like to hope it's a bit more circuit specific, and actually, once they get over. The fact that the, all of the testing and the first race is all at the same circuit. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they find a bit more pace, but... They weren't very good at Bahrain last year. No, they really weren't. And they did have brake problems last year as well. Mm. Um, that doesn't seem to be the issue this year. It just doesn't seem that quick. Uh, like as, as silly as that sounds, it just doesn't seem very fast. Um, Lando managed to get the 13th quickest time of the test um but that doesn't bode that well let's face it um and uh oscar piastri was 19th in testing um across all three days this is mm -hmm. so you could take that with a pinch of salt i don't know if piastri actually drove on the third day which is obviously when the track would have been at its quickest yeah but equally having said that guan yu Zhou set his fastest lap on day two uh, and he's 10th so he's quicker than both of them in an alfa romeo sure um i mean again as we say it's practice has happened today we're not i mean i still don't think we've seen everyone lay their cards down until tomorrow in qualifying. No, i think it'll be tomorrow let's face it um and it'll be q1 it won't even be practice three it'll be q1 yeah um um however we've got to talk about them aston martin yeah it looks good the car looks fast um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't it, know. It's, it's I don't know where it's come from. It's a, they've found clearly found something. Um, but I mean, when you look at their times from testing, yeah, Alonso was ninth fastest overall. Dragovic because Stroll didn't do any driving and testing because he injured him his wrist. Um. So he didn't drive at all, but Drogovic, obviously complete rookie, was 12th. So that's that's not bad. That's pretty promising. Still quicker than Lando Norris um, and quicker than Nick DeVries, the other rookie, and Logan Sargent um, and Oscar Piastri. So he's the quickest rookie, basically, in the test. I know he's not a race driver, but still pretty impressive. Yep. So the car's clearly decent. Um, yes. To give a spoiler, we, we, mention we, might today? Well, we might as well mention today, yes. So Fernando Alonso yeah. was fastest in practice two. Now, the and biggest pinch of salt I could... Like if, I, if I have a jar of salt, I will pour it into this. Yeah. Nico Hulkenberg is four tenths back in fifth place in the Haas. Yeah. 
I don't know. Do you think, we've seen do nearly you, everybody but to, to the same question as Aston Martin, do you think Haas are only four tenths off the pace? That is really difficult to say because actually I was quite impressed with Haas in testing. I think they did quite well. Um, I mean, Hulkenberg was 15th, granted, but Magnussen, who's more experienced in the car and more race fit, I guess you'd say, yep. was seventh quickest and quicker than George Russell. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty good. Um, testing, obviously, like we said, you can't read that much into it. I mean, Yuki Sonoda was the sixth quickest um, and Sergio Perez was quicker than everybody, basically. Yeah. Um, Bottas in the Alpha was third fastest. So, you can't read into that too I, much I, of the order, but it's what, interesting. This is what I think. I think in testing, Aston were glory running a bit, but yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think they have a solid car. I don't think, and I will not think, until it happens, that they've got maybe the third fast car on the grid. I don't think they do. I Yeah, I need more proof to yeah. think that. The Ferraris if look they strong, do the well, Red Bulls look stronger still. Yes. Yeah, and I do think that perhaps it's like what we were saying with um, McLaren, maybe it's circuit-specific. Yep. And they've done a lot of running at Bahrain now, and the car is just really well dialed in. Yes. While everyone else is still playing with parts and upgrades and this sort of thing. So maybe it's uh, interesting in that respect that they are maybe just more confident with the setup or however yeah. it is. And actually, it's... by the time everybody gets to qualifying and they've sorted their setup out, that they're not as competitive. But yeah, I guess we'll possible. see. Entirely possible. I mean, as we say, Alpine, I, I still fully think Alpine will be third or fourth. I think Mercedes will probably beat them. But mm. I think I, I don't believe that things are as close as they currently look. I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't think you can look into it and say that's going to be the finishing order. Um, I think it's too way too early to be saying that. Hmm. Um, I do, however, think we that... about Mercedes, though? Well, Mercedes, I haven't actually seen much of today, to be honest, because I've been at work. They, but uh, they, look, they look quite bad, Sam. Yeah. I mean, every time I looked, though, Carlos Sainz was last in practice, both practice sessions. Yep, 14th in the pre-2. Last in P1. And he yeah, span. Good. He spun as well. So, yeah, not good. Um, you'd expect more from Ferrari. The clerks look fine, though. That's what I mean. But I don't know if it's they were running specific setup things with Carlos on new parts that just weren't working or whatever were, it was. I'll tell you this, Dan, because you, you were at work. Um, Ferrari were testing a single pylon rear wing today. Oh, right. Um, okay. And it didn't work. <laughs> it was wobbling like jelly. Um, right. And, and they put it back on, put on the two pylon one, and all of a sudden, all the rigidity came back to the rear wing. Right. Uh, so that, it's not ready yet, essentially. Well, it's okay. the, apparently they might have been testing it for later down the line, or it might have been just not working. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Well, um, yes, the, it's so hard to come away with much out of testing and practice when it looks like everyone's still holding their cards quite close to their chest apart from Red Bull I think now I think Red Bull are pretty confident that they're the quickest team yeah um, and they don't need to glory run because uh, they're still quicker I would not be surprised to see them half a second clear of everyone tomorrow yeah I wouldn't either um, and I think Verstappen will walk his way to pole um, nah 
I'd like, I'd Andres. like to think the opposite. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Sergio. He's quickest in FP2, wasn't he? FP1. Um, FP1, sorry. Um, but uh, two thousand, yeah. but only two thousands behind Verstappen in P2. So there we go. Is there a chance? Is there yeah. a chance? And what what was the gap? Because Alonso was quickest in one, FP2. One wasn't and a half tenths. Okay, so so not that much really. Let's face it. No. Uh, um, but we shall see. That's uh, that's for March discussion, I think. Yeah, so we'll come back to that. So there we go. There we go, people. That's uh, last month for motorsport. <laughs> yeah, Which, right uh, up to the third of March. Yeah, so. from from the end of January to the third of March. Just, although February is a short month, you've got a bumper edition here. <laughs> you've got like a whole six weeks, nearly more or less. Um, but that's going to do it. Uh, Sam, we shall speak again soon enough about something. Yeah, we will reconvene stupid. after this weekend. I'd yes. imagine it's oh God, we were so wrong. Yeah, Williams on pole. Who'd expect it? Yeah. <laughs> what? What is that? Is that, is that uh, Sebastian Vettel's coming? No, it's, it's Latifi. He's come back from retirement. <laughs> Latifi out. Could you imagine Latifi <laughs> out of retirement and wins the Bahrain Grand yeah, Prix it, with it, no testing in the car? He gets yeah. in for Q one and puts it on pole in an Alfa Romeo. Even, even weird a bit. <laughs> yeah, just weirdy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It turns out it's not actually Valtteri Bottas under that helmet. Yeah, it's just painted to look like Valtteri. <laughs> right. Thank you for listening to this one from Motorsport. Follow us on social media at Stelvio Auto on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the rest of it. Um, any exciting ones to mention this time, Sam? Uh, well, I mean, first race of the Formula One season coming up this month, and uh, and IndyCar at the weekend as well. Yeah. That starts on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, British Touring Car will be starting fairly soon as well. So hopefully that will yeah. be coming up. So March is, is where everything's kick off. We'll see you then. Yeah. Take care and goodbye. Goodbye.